Hello everyone and welcome to Open Books with Claire. I'm your host, Claire, and here with me today as our guest host is my friend Talia. Hi! Um, so the book today that we are talking about is the next book in the Folk of the Air series, which is The Wicked King, which is also written by Holly Black. So the book, uh, the book prologue kind of starts off uh, with, it's in the past, and so we see Jude and Taryn, and they're fighting Maddox in, in kind of a game, um, but you can see that Taryn's not really interested in this, she doesn't like to fight, right, but Jude, um, she's more interested in the fighting, so she, she's willing to fight and kind of defend and I think Maddox kind of in it to teach a lesson. And he says, he says to them, he says, You can take a thing when no one's looking, but defending it, even with all the advantage on your side, is no easy task. Which I think that's a very interesting quote. And um, it's mentioned a little bit later, too, because uh, we learned in uh, The Cruel Prince that Jude kind of pulled a fast one on everybody. Um, people thought that she was going to crown Oak. They thought that Belkin might have become king. Um, but then she goes and makes Cardin king. And that that's a real shock to everyone. And I think that that, um, that a kind of applies. That's what makes her think about this, this lesson that Maddox was trying to teach her. Because she, she took you know, the throne, and gave it to Cardin without anybody really noticing, um, but now she's kind of, she's got to keep it, right? Yeah, it was, like, easy at the beginning, well, easier for her to, uh, take control over Cardin, but it's harder for her to keep it, and, because he's a actual person, he's not an object, and so she has to work hard to keep him cooperating. Yeah, exactly, and um, so we, we kind of start to see that where she's struggling to keep him because he's, you know, he's he's doing basically whatever he wants uh, within the crown and kind of just letting her uh, run everything because he didn't want to be king. And so you see that he's, he's being difficult and trying to make it as difficult as possible. Um, so while he may be following the commands and the orders that she gives him, he's following them to the least of his ability kind of thing. He's just, he's doing what he has to to follow the command, but not enough to actually do what she wants. Right, and it's it's a good thing that Jude is really stubborn, because I don't think a lot of people could handle Cardin and his behavior for that long but she's so stubborn and continues to try and get him to do what she wants that it ends up working out in her favor that's true yeah she uh she's definitely very stubborn and um it's it's kind of interesting to see the development between jude and Cardin. i think they're some of the main people to um develop their character i mean we see that um vivian she's living in the mortal world um, with her girlfriend Heather, and they're living with Oak because Jude wanted to take Oak um, out of the way for a while kind of thing, so then he didn't get caught in the crossfire. Um, and so we see, you know, Vivian, she's, both Vivian and Oak are trying to, 
um, live in this mortal world while still remaining fae. And um, so there's a little bit of a development there, and you kind of, you see um, Maddox, he... He's, he's mad at Jude a little bit, but he's also kind of impressed, you know, impressed that she outwitted him kind of thing, but he also, he's kind of trying to plan for the future, and so he's still, um, the general, um, of the army in the crown, like, he wasn't fired from his, um, position, so you kind of see that there's, there's a little bit of his development of character too, um, but the main uh, people that you see is Jude and Carden. And you kind of see the way that their relationship with each other shifts, right? Like, you can still see that they're, um, they both really dislike each other, um, pretty much hate each other at some points. And, um, but you also see kind of a little bit of respect, I almost think, develop between the two of them. I mean, Jude doesn't, she doesn't really respect um, Cardin and his decisions, but she can kind of respect his stubbornness based on her own stubbornness kind of thing. Yeah, she starts to understand a little bit of, like, where he comes from, because she's seen a little bit of, like, his brother and how his brother has treated Cardin, and so she can understand a little bit of where he's coming from. Yes, yeah, definitely, and, um, I really like, um, I really like Cardin, um, some of the time. Yeah, I definitely, like, I like him a lot more than I did in the first one. He starts to show a little bit more of his inner personality. Yes, yeah, you get to see a little bit more in his head. You don't see very much because you're still, you're still looking at the story from, and all the characters in it from Jude's perspective. Yes. But you, you start to see where Cardin kind of messes with her head. He acts the way that she doesn't think he would act, right? Yeah. It surprises her. Yeah, and I mean, that that's one of the things that I find hilarious, is that it surprises her, right? Because, I mean, from reading the books, I kind of see a little bit of where he's coming from. And because I've read the books a couple times, I see the foreshadowing, right? So you, you start to see little cracks in his um, cruel and wicked demeanor kind of thing. Um, and you start to see, you know, his slip-ups where he... He's almost nice kind of thing. But only to her. <laughs> he hates everyone else, but he yes. is only nice to her sometimes when he feels like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, he's such a funny character to, to read about and, and to, to kind of watch in your head because he, he's definitely a difficult character, but he does pull through when he needs to kind of thing because, um... He cares about Jude a little bit. I mean, Jude's his sequential, so there has to be a little bit of a show. Well, he saved her from the uh, the undersea, so he obviously cared about her in, enough to save her from that. Yes, which I thought that was hilarious. Like, Jude is so confused. She's, she's sitting in the undersea, <laughs> and she's like, I'm just down here, and Cardin's probably having, you know, the time of his life free from me. <laughs> and then he he shocks her by saving her. Yeah, she's so confused. She's like, what is this man doing? It's amazing to see because you really get to see a little bit different in his character, right? Like you get to see, um, you get to see him come from a hurt boy who, who became cruel to people so as to not become a little hurt 
or like be so as to not become more hurt right but then he starts to open up a little bit but it's only to jude because jude i feel like i feel like if jude broke his heart or hurt him he would just um go back to hating her kind of thing right like he he could easily just he could easily just go back and just start um hating her again because it was so easy for him at first he has those like walls up already and so he's just slowly like lowering them or even not even lowering them putting in little windows so it could be very easy for him to just patch it up again yeah because he won't let her get it in that deep into his head yeah well and i mean jude has the same thing too right like she she's had to build up walls i mean she's a mortal girl who was taken to fairy after her parents were murdered right so she's she's had to build up some walls too inside of her head and so it's interesting to watch them come down a little bit i mean not a lot, but they're, they're slowly coming down. Uh, one of the characters uh, who was introduced into this story is Grimson. And he's actually a really important character, too, to the development because he's the one who created the blood crown that Cardin wears on his head. Um, so he's the one who created the crown. He's the one who um, put... Uh, like helped put the curse on it so then only people of royal of the royal bloodline can wear it and so you see him come in and he's trying to gain favor in the court because he was banished um for a time um but now he's come back and he he's trying to gain favor right so he he comes and approaches Cardin, and he he wants back into the court um but he doesn't want to pledge allegiance kind of thing. So he he wants to live at the court and, um, you know, be able to benefit from being there without having to um, force, uh, without having to be in service of the crown by oath kind of thing. So I think it's, I think it's interesting um, the way that he comes in and um kind of what else because jude's suspicious of him right but Cardin just kind of lets him in um and so it's interesting to see how how they differ on their thoughts and kind of how um how they um differ in their actions too right because um, I think Cardin was a little suspicious, but he didn't really care, kind of thing. Like, he didn't want to be king anyway, so why should he care, you know, who comes in to be the end of the crown, kind of thing. Yeah, another thing I would say is that uh, the Fae, they can't lie in the story, and so they don't always have to be suspicious because they... They have to be honest, but there are still ways that they can move around it and be, like, manipulative and be dishonest in, like, not a straight-up way. And so Jude is more, uh, she knows a little bit more about that since she can lie and stuff like that. That's true. That's very true. I, uh, I do think that's interesting, you know, how she's got the advantage, but she's also got a little bit of a disadvantage, too. Um, which you, you, you kind of see a little bit too, because people, people don't always believe her, 
right? And and people think that, that the only reason that she's the king's sequential is because she can lie, right? So people don't people don't trust her because she can lie. I think it's interesting actually in this story how um, how you see a little bit more about the undersea because um, so in the in the fairy world there are multiple different courts which many of them have sworn an oath that they back the crown. Uh, but there are some that haven't, and some that um, they're just, um, they just have an alliance kind of thing. And so the Undersea is one of those courts um, that they have an alliance with. But after, um, after the crown passed to Cardin, um, you kind of see a little bit of a shift in the dynamics because... Um, the undersea kind of would say that they were, they had a treaty with um, the previous king. They don't have one with this current king. And so you kind of see a little bit um, of where things change um, in the dynamics of that. And you see, you know, that Jude is taken captive by the undersea, and so there has to be negotiations to get her back. And you kind of see a little bit of what the undersea is capable of, um, but then you also get to see a little bit of what the land is capable of, too. Yeah, I think that is, like, important to the story, because you not only see, like, uh, Cardin's, like, court and how it, uh, how it works there, but you see the undersea and how it works there and Jude got to see a little bit of it as she was taken captive and I just think that was interesting that you got to see those two different perspectives and courts. Yeah I really love though like the end the last I don't know a few chapters of the book um because so you know Jude was taken captive and then by the undersea and they tried to, um, they tried to put a spell on her, um, to make her, uh, go kill Cardin, um, but because she had a geese put on her, uh, by Dane, that she couldn't, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add something in there, so, Jude had a, Okay, but because Jude had a geese put on her by Dane, who's Cardin's older brother, um, before he died, she couldn't have been, she can't be affected by the magic that they use to manipulate her mind. Um, but she has to act like it, right? So in all of her time that she spent under, in the undersea, she she had to pretend that she was comfortable, right? That she wasn't um, choking on the poison that she had um, used to make her body immune to it. And, and that she wasn't, you know, thirsty or hungry kind of thing. Um, which shows the strength of her character kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, and then she... Um, when she's released... Um, by Cardin, she, she's ordered to, to go visit 
Belkin. And, um, and she, she's told to, to kill Cardin if she can. Um, and so, um, she's given a poison that she's, she can use, uh, to kill him. Um, but what happens is when she gets to this, um, party that they're having, Cardin's already been poisoned. And so, um, Belkin's plan was to frame Jude, um, as to the poisoning of the king. Um, but what happens is Jude ends up trying to help save him. And, um, so they're trying to work the poison out of him. But she needs an antidote, right? Um, and Belkin has the antidote. So she goes to try and get it. And I think it's very interesting the way that she, um, tricks um, him into, uh, giving her the antidote, um, uh, which, you know, you, you get to see a little bit of, uh, a strategic side of her, which, I mean, you've been seeing, uh, for a pretty long time, too, throughout the books, and, um, but then, you know, her and Belkin duel, but because she's the better swordsman, she ends up killing him. Um, which, I mean, some people might say that he kind of got what he deserved because he, he was not nice, right? Like, he was, he was a terrible person. I think he got what he deserved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was definitely a terrible person and <laughs> he was not good for, he would not have been a good king. Um, but, um, Cardin doesn't know that he dies, right? And I, th I think Cardin still feels, like, a certain love towards him, um, because he was the one to take Cardin in, um, when nobody else did, but, but, I mean, Jude kind of did what she she had to do, but the, the real game changer in, um, is when Cardin asks Jude to become his wife, which, I mean, that was kind of a total shock for me. I mean, I knew that there was a little bit of a development, but that was shocking. The whole ending of the book, like, the last few chapters are just so shocking. It's just back-to-back, -back, like, plot twists, and I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, no, because, I mean, you know, they get married, but nobody really knows it, but that's, I mean, you know, that's kind of the way that they, they do their weddings, but then, you know, they, they find out in the morning that, um, or, well, Cardin finds out in the morning that Belkin died, and he, he's, um, he's a little bit shocked kind of thing, and, I mean, you can kind of tell that he's, He's unsure how to process it, right? Because he doesn't want to be happy that he died. Um, but he also probably doesn't know how to grieve his death almost because he was terrible, right? Like, he was an abusive brother to Cardin. And and so, like, he put him through a lot of suffering. Yeah. And so, I mean... And then, I mean... I don't know, what was it? The last few pages. 
I mean, you get to see Cardin uh, show off a little bit of his power as the king um, because the earth um, aids him. So he makes a whole new island of land, and which shocks um, the undersea uh, and shows his power. So then they don't, they can't just threaten him, kind of thing. And then, but then Cardin finds out that Jude was the one kind of to kill, to kill Belkin, and so he banishes her, but the way that he says it is, is amazing, because he, he says, um, that Jude is banished, um, until one of the crown ends the banishment kind of thing, um, which I didn't understand the true meaning of it, like, I was just as annoyed as Jude was. Oh, me neither. Yeah, I was like, what the heck, Cardin? Why'd you gotta do that? Yeah, it was... Because, <laughs> I mean, he had just, like, practically begged her to marry him, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I was shocked. I'm like, how... How are they gonna come back from that? Like, where is the ending point of the next book? Like, where does this series lead to? Yeah, I was like, give me the next book right now. I need it right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... It was crazy. Thanks, uh, Talia, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts of the book. I know, um, I know. Well, you may not like the book. You definitely have some good points on it and um, good insight on the story. So, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. These books definitely have lots to look into. <laughs> <laughs>